If I really want to get my hormones on track, you need to be thinking about how can you conduct this orchestra to play a beautiful symphony to bring everything in balance. Welcome to the High Performance Health Podcast with your host, Angela Foster. The show where we talk about everything you need to break through limits and achieve a high performance mind, body and lifestyle. Welcome to another episode of Bite Size Biohacks. In this week's episode, I'm going to be talking briefly about hormones. So if you listened to last week's episode of Bite Size Biohacks, you'll remember that I was talking about sleep and that was the first component of my shift protocol for health optimization to really optimize every aspect of your mind, body and spirit for longevity and high performance. And the shift protocol, just to go over this again, stands for sleep, hormones and neurotransmitters, insights, fuel and training. And the fuel I break down into flow, which is food, light, oxygen and water, because these are the key ways that we fuel our bodies and minds. And then the T for training is really about conditioning both the mind and body. So over the coming weeks, I'm going to be breaking down each of these aspects. And last week, if you didn't listen to it, I summarized how you can really get a good night's sleep and the things that impact sleep uh, and how you can really upgrade your sleep, which is the foundation of everything. In this week's Bite Size episode, I'm going to be giving you a quick overview of hormones. I don't think we can do the hormones all in one bite size piece because they are quite complex. But what I want to give you is over the coming weeks, different hormones that you can look at optimizing really through nutrition and lifestyle um, to help you bring everything into balance. So when we're thinking about hormones, what ones specifically do we need to be concerned about? Well, primarily, we need to be thinking about our thyroid hormone, about our hunger hormones, and our sex hormones, and also our stress hormones. Those would be the four key ones that I would begin with. And then also melatonin, which we covered a little bit last week in the episode on sleep. Now, um, when we're thinking about hormones, there are different aspects of our lifestyle, our nutrition, our environment that really have a big impact in terms of how much cortisol we produce, which is a stress hormone, how much adrenaline and norepinephrine, um, how well we produce things like estrogen and progesterone, um, and also DHEA, which is another hormone, which is really important uh, for helping you maintain your muscle mass, your motivation, uh, and also counteracting some of the effects of cortisol. And this can sound really complex when you think about it. And it is, but actually your body intelligently knows what to do, providing that you are giving it the right inputs. And so the way I like to think of it is with hormones, we want to think about an orchestra that we're conducting. And if we're giving the right inputs, that orchestra is going to play a beautiful symphony. And that's when everything lines up, you just feel amazing, you feel like you're in flow, and we'll come more into flow when we talk about neurotransmitters. Um, but you'll just feel like you wake up full of energy, you feel relaxed, you've got enough motivation to do things, but you're not under ridiculous amounts of stress or anxiety or feeling fatigued. And that's really when things are in balance. If you are in your menstruating years, you'll have a regular menstrual cycle with few to minimal, if no kind of hormonal symptoms in terms of things like breakouts, period pain, heavy bleeding, all the things that we don't really want. So what are the key inputs that you need to be looking at to really really bring this orchestra into balance and play that beautiful symphony. And the key things that you want to be looking at really are your nutrition, your gut health, as Hippocrates said, all disease begins in the gut, your circadian rhythm, which we talked about in last week's episode in terms of sleep and making sure that you're consistent 
uh, with your sleep rhythm um, and that you're getting enough exposure to light. Uh, so if, if your circadian rhythm is disrupted, that's actually a very big cause of many of the chronic diseases that we're seeing. Uh, we want to keep inflammation low. That's another big disruptor of our hormones. And then in terms of physical activity, what I tend to see actually is a lot of people when they're thinking about the menstrual cycle and they're thinking, am I doing too much physical activity? Uh, most people are actually doing too little rather than too much. So really thinking about not scheduled exercise sessions so much, but actually just increasing that overall activity, working your way up to 10 to 15,000 steps every day, that movement, that zone two level of activity when you're going out for a hike or a recovery run, uh, things like that really, really important for health and longevity, um, and also keeping inflammation low in the body, and um, then doing some scheduled exercise sessions that are a bit harder, but not going too hard. We don't want to be doing like multiple HIIT workouts a day, for example, and obviously being careful in the luteal phase. But for most of the population, actually, they're not doing too much exercise because we're not athletes. We have jobs to do. We have families. We have other things that we're doing, uh, or at least we're not professional athletes. Um, so unless you fall within the subset of the population where you are, or you're somebody who is doing a heavy amount of endurance work, then you might be might need to look at, am I over-exercising? Uh, or if you're constantly weight training, for example, without sufficient recovery, because remember, muscles are built in recovery. But for the most part, lower activity tends to be more of a problem in terms of hormonal balance uh, and things like obesity as well, or um, being sort of overweight. And then the other thing that's really important is toxins. So to look at toxins. Now, when we think of toxins, we immediately think of things like smoking, car fumes, things like that, which are sort of the obvious ones, but also looking at the toxins that are in your environment are really important in your everyday. So minimizing the use of things like plastic, storing in glass containers, drinking, um, not drinking out of plastic bottles, having filtered water, uh, making sure that you're not cooking with things like Teflon pans. All of these things are really important. Uh, there's some studies that show that the average woman, when they wake up in the morning and they get ready, uh, it's a little bit worse in women than men, just because we use more personal care products. But by the time the average woman has got ready in the morning, she's exposed herself to a staggering 160 different chemicals. That's 160 different chemicals. So you want to be swapping out to natural care products as much as you possibly can. There's a couple of resources that you can access on this to really help you. One is ewg.org. They now have EWG approved um, skincare that you can look at, makeup ranges, shower products, and you can go in there and just search. Their database a few years ago actually didn't have as much on it. Now it's actually becoming really meaningful because you can go in and search your products and see what level are they? How are they graded? Are they EWG approved? Um, Jessica Alba has a great brand called The Honest Company, uh, which is all EWG approved. The other thing you can do is use an app called Think Dirty. Again, their database is growing, but that actually has a, a scannable um, thing on the app where you can scan the barcode of something that you're using and check what's in it. So I'd really encourage you to do that. And we don't have to go for perfection in this. We just want to minimize the number of toxins that we're exposed to. But also the other thing to think about here is when we think about toxins is actually toxic thoughts. And I think this is something people maybe don't spend enough time on. Uh, you know, we think over like 5,000 thoughts a day, but 95% of them are the same. And you could be forming a very toxic loop uh, in your subconscious mind that's kind of going over and just replaying this record, which is really creating and framing your reality. And if you're living by the hormones of stress, uh, it's going to disrupt your other hormones in the body because you're going to be pumping out a lot of cortisol. So from a hormonal perspective, those are the things to 
think about. You want to be thinking about how is your environment affecting your cortisol, your sex hormones, your, um, so that would be your progesterone, your estrogen, your DHEA, your testosterone, all important. Uh, you also want to be thinking about your circadian rhythm and are you producing enough melatonin? Have you got your sleep-wake cycle uh, arranged properly and you're going to bed and waking up at a consistent time each day? Those are really important. And actually having that consistent cycle will help to regulate hunger hormones. So these are the other hormones we need to be thinking about, which is ghrelin, for example, which is a hunger hormone, and leptin, which is a satiety hormone, and then controlling blood sugar. So we're regulating, properly regulating things like insulin. Um, so uncontrolled blood sugar is another cause of inflammation in the body and can start to dysregulate other hormones. So the first thing, and we will be diving into these in a little bit more detail over the coming weeks um, and looking specifically at what can go on with things like cortisol, with progesterone, for example, and the other hormones we're talking about here. But really for this week's Bite Size Biohacks, what I want you to be thinking about is if I really want to get my hormones on track, and as you've learned today, there are a number of hormones, you need to be thinking about how can you conduct this orchestra to play a beautiful symphony to bring everything in balance. And the key things to begin looking at uh, that I want you to take away from this episode is to go and look at the toxins in your environment. Have a look at EWG, have a look at Think Dirty, just start to go through your kitchen cupboards and look, are there, are there foods that you're eating that you don't even recognize what those labels are, or you've never even heard of these things because they've been formulated in the lab? They're not really whole foods. They're not gonna be well recognized by your body. What's going on with your personal care products? How is your environment? Have you got good airflow coming into the house? Have you got things like the plant uh, behind me, my big Ken who helps to, to improve the air? You know, if you've got um, air conditioning and things, are you changing the filters? Are you using water, a good water filtration system in your home? Have a look at those things. Think about uh, foods that you're eating that could be causing inflammation. If you've got poor gut health, I would highly recommend that you look into that. Pathogens are another reason for disrupting things. Looking at the health of your liver is important. If the liver is sluggish and isn't clearing hormones uh, properly from the body, that can be problematic as well. And as I say, it's not just toxins in your environment that affect your liver, it's toxic thoughts as well. So we really want to start developing a more positive mindset. And I'll be going over that in future episodes. And then um, apart from that, just taking out anything that's really pro-inflammatory. So processed foods, again, is something that uh, is the key thing, but also looking at seed oils, things like canola or rapeseed oil, we need to really get rid of those and focus on healthy fats, things like grass-fed, organic um, butter, ghee, coconut oil, olive oil, um, moderating saturated fats. They can be limited in amount because some people are very fat sensitive. So we don't want to overboard on things like coconut oil and butter and ghee, but also abundance of olive oil, which is very high in antioxidants and very good for you and um, has positive impacts on things like HDL, cholesterol. So those are really my top tips today. We go over content like this every week in my membership, the Female Biohacker Collective. Um, we do mindset in there, we do nutrition, gut health, morning routines is the subject of this month, this August. So if you'd like to find out more, head over to angelafoster.me forward slash biohacker. That's angelafoster.me forward slash biohacker. And if you need help, if you feel like you've got some problems with your hormones that you need to check out and need testing, then we can help you over in my practice. So just email us at info at angelafosterperformance.com. Thanks again for listening. And I will see you next week for another episode of Bite Size Biohacks. Thanks for listening. Remember to review and subscribe. 
You can grab the show notes, the resources, and highlights of everything Angela mentioned over at AngelaFosterPerformance.com. You can also snatch up plenty of other goodies, including the highly helpful Angela Recommends page, which is a list of everything she personally recommends to optimize your mind, body, and lifestyle. 